Hey everyone, welcome to Thursday's Roundtable with Bonus. Yeah, this is the bonus Christmas episode. So, like, if you're actually listening to this, like, you're you're, you're a super welcome fan. back. You're a we're, Christmas we're glad super you chose fan. to come back yeah. for uh, for the uh, acclaimed sequel. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe this is just the bonus content on the what kind of sequel? Are you talking the rare number two is always better than like in the best of the trilogy sometimes? No, you know, probably, this, probably two, this is actually all the, all the deleted scenes the that outtakes. we cut out that <laughs> yeah. there will be split in the fandom as whether or not. Hey, this is not the outtakes, there. okay? That, that stuff gets not cut outtakes, for a reason. The deleted no, scenes. not even the deleted scenes. This is, or this even is the just sequel. the bonus content on like the DVD where, yeah. This is the Lord of the Rings extended edition is what this is. Ah, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good compromise. I will go with that. The extended so, my edition. My name's Pastor West. We're glad to have you. <laughs> Got Pastor Matt and Pastor Pastor McGinty here. Hey. Yep. So uh, we will uh, throw it right on in. What else you want to say there, Matt? I was just thinking. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to get us back. I was on thinking track. Lord of the Rings because I know it's not a Christmas movie, but that, like they always came out around Christmas. They did. And so true. every time I think they about Lord of the Rings, three I, years straight, that was the movie I saw for my birthday. Yeah. There you go. I always think about. Uh, Make so it here, a Christmas okay, movie. Okay. So here's a question for you. All right. Yeah. Christmas movie. Lion, the Witch, and Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. It has a big. I mean, my daughter was just in that play, and it's got Father Christmas in it. I've and it was released around Straight Christmas. Up. We I watch, think it's a Christmas movie. We watch it every Christmas. Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's a good movie to watch. So. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Hey, uh, just for fun here, I know last time we did a little Christmas movie quiz, and we briefly talked about like what's the one Christmas movie you'd watch. Um, Christmas, Christmas snacks, like Christmas stuff. I mean, what's your go-to? Uh, you know, you got is it hot chocolate. Is it? You know, what, what's the go-to candies you want in your stocking? Where do you sit now mm. and snacking on during a Christmas movie? What's what's this? What's the the taste of the season? The seasonal fare. Well, for me, uh, eggnog. Um, also, uh, there's this Chex mix that my grandmother used to make. That's just it's different. Like th- what they sell in the stores. Nah, yeah, it, yeah. It, this has nuts and all that, but it's just I, I just grew up with that. So that's like a Christmas staple. And one more um, sausage balls. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know why I don't know why most people will only bring this out once a year but like these are amazing. Why don't we do like, this year round? Yes, but uh it's always Christmas sausage when we ball, get to have the sausage balls with breakfast burritos. The bisquick and the the cheese in them. Oh, mm. so good. So eggnog, sausage balls and Chex mix. Nice. Wow. That's a that's a good okay. win. Mm-hmm. Mine I love my mom will make these cream cheese cookies and it's like and they're plain as all can get. They're so good for some reason. She'll make a big tube, just slice them, and she's gonna bring them. The kids will decorate it, and you just you could eat. They're not very sweet. Yeah. And I could just eat like a dozen, like not even thinking about it. They're so good, and they're not, they're not like like coyly sweet like chocolate chip cookies can be sometimes. So there's that. And then I I used to hate eggnog, and um, but then we saw this eggnog at Sam's, and it's and you know I don't know it, it's Southern Comfort brand eggnog. And I know, I think it's a whiskey. You talked about this. Before. I don't know if it's a whiskey or what, but it's <laughs> it's like Southern brand eggnog. It is so good. Like, it is like, like ridiculously good. It's just like liquid ice cream, basically. <laughs> it's, it, it's like a meal in a cup almost. And it wow. is, it's very good. Um, but it is very coyly sweet. And we'll, we'll catch the kids like stealing, like, where's all my eggnog? It's like, why are you so hyper? Oh, you drank my eggnog. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very good. The, so you can say the line from Jim. 
anything on the way. Don't eat my cookies. Yeah, don't eat my cookies. Have yeah. you ever had eggnog ice cream or an eggnog shake? See, I don't like eggnog things. Oh, it's like eggnog as a flavor I don't care for. You know, that's mm. why I get, get that Southern Comfort eggnog because it's not as nutmeggy. So nutmeg-y you're kind of like one of those people who's like, I don't like coffee, but man, I love to go get my Starbucks drink that has like part coffee and then a bunch <laughs> yeah. of just other sugar stuff <laughs> in it. Pretty much. Yeah. That's, how, that's, yeah. how I, that's exactly how I am when it comes to okay. eggnog. It's a great yeah. comparison. Yeah. How about you, Wes? Uh, you know, I I don't like I, 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 hot chocolate's great. You know, hot chocolate this yeah. time but 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 it's got to be good. Not not everybody's hot chocolate is good or great. Um, you don't want the Lucky Charms uh, no, marshmallows no, no. in your and Swiss Miss. Swiss that's Miss. not no like no. <laughs> and I don't, honestly don't drink a lot. Of, I really it's been a long time. I did a lot. You know, I would kind of college. My friends they don't get their coffee drink. I'm like, give me that. Give me hot chocolate. Um, Man, I think when I said it last time, really probably the truly at Christmas, like, oh, like I did it again this year. Like, oh, shoot, Target's got Christmas stuff out. That means Peppermint Crunch Junior Mints because that's the only time of year you can get them. <laughs> um, you know, I think with my stocking, I'm always like, all right, I hope there's maybe some je- some jelly beans of some kind in this stocking because hey. uh, my, my parents and my in-laws still do stockings for everybody. And it's always fun to pull out on whatever's random in there. So mm-hmm. you got to, you know, you got to have some jelly beans. You got to have sure. some. Peppermint crunch M and M's. You gotta have something gummy or Doesn't, Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had those. Yeah, yeah oh, those are crushed in the stocking easily. Good. Yeah. You guys ever have the bluebell? We're gonna make everybody hungry. <laughs> this is podcast. You're not hungry yet. We will guarantee. Hope you're it. not this, on the road. This isn't about the movies. This Everyone's is like, pulling up. I need some ice cream. Yeah, yeah. So like bluebell, didn't they have like a? a Candy cane crunch. Yeah, yeah, they've had that before. Here's, yeah, I remember going. Ah, it doesn't sound good, and then it's just weirdly addicting. It's really yeah. good. Yep. Um, strangely enough, I, this is not something that I had much growing up, but I've developed um, like really good gingerbread cookie. Huh. I love gingerbread. Cookie. Yeah, really good Maybe ginger. Too. Something that you know, soft. The only gingerbread uh, cookies yeah. are in our tree. Yeah. So um, you know the cinnamon things you bake. Do y'all do, do, do gingerbread houses with your kids? Mm-hmm. I think we did it once. It didn't end well. That was what went on. With, that's what happened in my house. We did it once and it was kind of disaster. And we never did it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Looked like the McAllister house after yeah. it defended Before it. Before we get here, I'll give you one. I hadn't told you this. That was really fun though. My, uh, my grandmother who has, who has who passed 15 years ago, she, um, just trying to find fun things for us to all do at Christmas as we got older. It's like when we were kids, she would do scavenger hunt for our presents. Yeah. We'd all get these clues and we'd go find and we'd just have fun. And then as we all kind of got in junior high and high school, she, and this was not just for us, this became for everybody. So we'd have our Christmas gifts, but then she would get not small, like, I mean, they, there's some of them where, you know, were probably $20 kind of things, but, but fun, pretty cool things. Sometimes they were gift cards from our stuff and we would play, we would play Christmas bingo. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. And she had a little bingo set. We play Christmas bingo and like you could get, have won some of that. That was a lot. That's just a fun. That was a fun family That's thing fun to memory. do. So if some people yeah. do like the building of houses. And yeah. Like, we, did, we, we played Christmas bingo. That was we, fun. Our Christmas Eve tradition growing up overseas was we'd always open like a VHS tape. Someone had mailed us from the States. Yeah. And it was always like the, the latest Christmas movie from grandma or something. No, latest like Disney movie from the States. Did y'all have uh, the adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley solving the Christmas caper? That was definitely after my time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got, but we did get Full House and Bilingual, which is one of the few shows we oh, had in English yeah. in Japan. 
So that oh, was like Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Kansopoulos actually came and toured Japan with his rock group. I, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. We were all like super yeah. thrilled about that. Yeah. Was that on VHS or was that a... Well, no, but we had like actually... That was on TV TV. Yeah, we just yeah. pressed a bilingual button and the English would just come out one one speaker. No, but when you get to open a, a present, was it was it a DVD or was it a VHS? This is before... It's VHS. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DVDs or was it a laser disc? No, we did not. We could not <laughs> swing laser discs. Totally put that way. Yeah, all our... We, we didn't really... Couldn't really watch any TV. So anytime yeah. we got like an actual like VHS tape, like a movie, it was like, oh yes, you know, yeah. it, was, it was a big deal. Well, on that note, hey, we got another half of Christmas movies that we told you this was the bonus content. You're welcome for, for the segue so. there. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, we're not we're not sending you any VHS tapes to un, undo, but uh, yeah. uh, we got some more. We got some movie removes to unpack uh, with the theme of just how do you how do you find as you watch these movies, which are obviously secular, but um, the the world can't get away from the fact that God set eternity on its hearts, and even without realizing it, sometimes promotes truths that you can I can pick up on and can either become conversation start reminders to us or takes back to scripture or conversation starters with family with For friends sure. so um well let's just What's let's talk about the heavy term, hitter like all truth is God's truth yeah yeah heavy hitter here Christmas Carol there's multiple iterations of oh, that yeah this came with a new one on Netflix which I've not watched yet yeah. It's an it's a computer animated. I'll be one. honest. I am by far most familiar with the Muppet Christmas Carol that version. Yeah, it's classic. Uh, I don't know that I've seen another version. To be honest, it's been a long time since I've seen um, that. One. But uh, I know there's obviously um, the original story's got a lot of ties. So, what stands out? Uh, you know, going back to what we talked about in the the last episode, just the fact that um, you know there are there are people all around us that are in need and yeah. you know, for Scrooge, uh, you know, his life was all about him. It was all yeah. about him. And, uh, it, it took, um, three ghosts, three Christmas spirits, mm-hmm. uh, past, present and future to, to kind of get him out of his world and give him eyes to see, um, the what's happening around him, but also the results of his actions. And, um, the fact that he has chosen to live his life, all about himself he shut everyone else out and um just to see how lonely and miserable that can be yeah, and two Many questions people. correct me on this one and and when the ghost of the future comes and shows him his tombstone and mm-hmm. they're kind of this implication of like because you've lived your life so self-centered nobody cares yeah no yeah. one's at no one's at so your kind funeral. of in contrast from that yeah. it's a wonderful life where mm. look at how you've cared for people and when you don't exist look at that's a great how that comparison. has impact. Mm-hmm. Well, here you've got kind of the inverse. Here's somebody who has lived life solely for self. Yeah. yeah. And he sees a picture of his end. And instead of seeing lives touched, mm. he sees nobody's life has been touched because all right. he's done is, is try to feed his own. The himself. only joy that comes from his death is the fact that um, they're trying to figure out what to do with his stuff. You yeah. know, and they, yeah. who gets who's it? Who's fighting and, over his things? Is there even going to be a lunch at the funeral? And, yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's the now, only people care second about. Second question here. In, in, isn't part of what starts him down the journey of becoming a Scrooge? Isn't there some past hurt? Trauma? Yeah, he's been rejected. He's been rejected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he was rejected as a kid, but then, you know, when when he fell in love, he that's what I was thinking. He of. chose money. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And in the pursuit of wealth over relationships. Yeah. And um, I think no other story, Christmas related, shows this massive transformation of character. Yeah. You just think about the contrast of who Scrooge is in the beginning and who he is in the end. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's a perfect picture of what Christ can do to anybody, right? Like only Christ can transform somebody into a totally new person. Yeah. You know, essentially he is, he goes from being a Scrooge 
to giving away. And honestly, it makes you think of uh, the times, the, the several times like with Matthew or Zacchaeus where Jesus uh, ministered to a tax collector who yeah. had wealth, who would have mm-hmm. been known for doing anything for them, me, me, myself, and I. And that transformation came, and what are they doing? Oh, I've, I owe you this, and I'm paying this, and all of a sudden, they're kind of, it's kind of a, a Christmasized version, in a way, of, of that theme, which, yeah, it's a great picture. And you think the only way that Scrooge is able to transform is through the supernatural. Yeah. You know, because of something supernatural starts something in him, it completes and changes him into a totally different person. And changes his heart and his his actual his desires are changed and redeemed and and actually made to actually put others first before him and that's not something that we can do on our own either. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know we can mirror it or try to copy it, but ultimately to have our very desires changed from the inside out. That's a work that only the Holy Spirit can do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, very yeah. very cool stuff. It's, it's, been, it's been a long time since I've. I'm glad y'all are a little more familiar. It's been a long time since I've. I want to check out the Netflix one. There's a new Netflix one. I think Christmas I might check Carol. it out. Um, Mara, you're one of your favorite uh, Arthur Christmas. Arthur Christmas. Are we are we gonna do Night Before Christmas? Is it, I, I, can mention it. I I've never seen it. I have. You've never seen it. You've seen like half of it. Yeah. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas is like, is it a Christmas movie? Is it a Halloween movie? I Nobody just, knows. All I know about Nightmare for Christmas is on the VHS, my favorite movie of all time, The Three Musketeers. It was a preview. Yeah. And it was always like, that looks terrible. I don't want to watch the that. Fast forward. It is a movie that is hard to watch because it is so dark. Um, you know, our kids are familiar with kind of because like they've never seen the movie because we don't want them to. It's actually kind of scary. Yeah. But like they transformed Disneyland and a lot of the stuff to the some of those themes and whatnot. <coughs> but you know, it's about Jack Skellington who leads the Halloween land and he's not satisfied with it. He's like, Is this all there is? And he accidentally comes across um Christmas land and he's like, What's this? What's this? There's magic in the air and the, it's a really cool song. Like the music in it is actually really good. And all of a sudden you realize there's something more than what I've been doing. This is what I really want to do. Instead of like nasty things in boxes, like in surprises, there's actually like real gifts that bring kids joy. And so he wants to be Santa Claus. Okay. And he ends up like transforming Halloween land into becoming the new Santa Claus, but no one knows how to actually do like nice things for people. So they're packing, you know, presents with nasty spiders and like, you know, decompressed and decompressed shrunken heads and all and so he ends up ruining christmas like absolutely just blowing it out and so he has to you know rescue santa claus and get him to do it all right and you know put it back to normal again but it's a good picture of what do i want and is that what's best and reconciling my feelings to reality you know and jack skellington you know he, he he wants to be something that he's not meant to be you know, he had a role to play and he was very good at it. And you think about the church body, you know, some of us are arms, but we want to be an eye. Some of us are an eye and want to be, you know, be a leg. We, we covet, like, I wish I could be that person in the church. I wish I could have that role. I wish yeah. I could have that gift. And that dissatisfaction turns into being something you're not called to be. And the motivation is not correct. It's one thing if you go, I want to be doing this and God, I equip me to do this difficult thing you called me to do. That's one thing. But if it's motivated by self-grandization or, you know, a desire for more notoriety uh, or self-satisfaction, putting other people behind you, it's going to end very poorly, you know? Anyway, that's my take. Uh, (laughs) McGitsy breaking into song. That's uh, truly bonus right there. (laughs) The bonus bonus episode uh, (laughs) covering Christmas, night before Christmas. Uh, Arthur Christmas. Matt, you've seen this movie, right? Yeah. Uh, great, great movie about, uh, about the legacy of Santa Claus, but 
really what it's about is is family and um, the theme of family because um, the reason Santa Claus has been around so long, according to this movie, is because there are different um, generations of Santa Clauses, and now it's time to pass the torch to the new Santa Claus. But um, the new Santa Claus is kind of a, a dopey um, guy that you know no one thinks. This guy. Like, Are you talking about Arthur? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Arthur yeah. is, no one's really thinking about right. him he's, to be the new Santa he's Claus. Not, he, yeah, he's he's not really, uh, at the beginning of it, he's not really a contender. But then as as the movie goes on, you see that the guy that is the contender really doesn't have the heart to be Santa, but Arthur has the heart to be Santa. And so, you know, it's... it's Don't uh, give away the ending. Yeah, I'm not going to give away the ending. But... um. But yeah, it's a it's a fun movie all about the uh, inner dynamics of family and and how to uh, work through um, uh, some dysfunction, which yeah. is in every family, you know, a little bit. Sure. Uh, so, and what about you guys? What you, what are your thoughts? You've not seen it before. I've never seen but it. But you, you need to. It's a great movie. I, think I have no thoughts other than it's interesting to me as we go through these Christmas movies. There are. Because I'm looking at the other ones on the list. There are key themes that come up in every Christmas movie, right? Family, yeah, mm-hmm. belief, yep, giving, slash selflessness, mm-hmm. uh, transformation, joy, merriment. I mean, you can kind of depending on the movie and how they spin it. There's just certain key themes that surround uh, that surround Christmas, and and if you will, I guess here's, here's I'm gonna do a little juke here. We're gonna just completely break hey. it out of the box. Because it's actually the last, but it's interesting to me that the those you see, you've you've picked up on you see these different themes that come out, and it is true when you think about it. Because even you know how many Christmas movies is the you know is the story got, trying to get home for Christmas because mm-hmm. you want to be together as a family and and um, and these various things. And and I think of this, this is a great. Um, Here's the question, and I've actually I have actually seen this one, but I, I got to confess I've only seen it since I've been married, which is in the last seven and a half, going on eight years. Um, isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Charlie Brown, Brown Christmas, yeah. And is that not the question? Of course, you know, in the context, he's trying to figure that out. And everybody's got this idea and this idea, and it's this thing and it's this mm-hmm. thing, and all of them. If, and if I remember correctly, y'all, y'all can jump in and correct me, but if I remember correctly, all of the things that are mentioned, they, they pick up on aspects. Yeah. But it's not just someone knows this is what Christmas is about. That the angel came and told Mary that, right. that she would be with child conceived by the Holy Spirit and the virgin gave birth. And and it's it's this, it, the message of Christmas is the gospel. What is Christmas mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. Christmas is about the fact that we as mankind, by nature broken, in active rebellion against God, not crying out for God to save us, but seeking, seeking family to save us, seeking, well, maybe if I could be a little more selfless to save me, or maybe if I'm a little more selfish and look out for me to save me. We, we, we try to, we run to all these things, some of which are good, some of which are bad, some of which are neutral, but because of our brokenness, all are broken. Mm. Because of our sin, all are flawed, all fall short. And in the midst of this, not that we loved him, but that God loved us. He so loved us. He loved us in this way that he sent, that he gave his one and only unique son to come, to live, to live the life we fell, to die the death we deserve, to rise from the grave in a way that that only one who's fully God and fully man and whose life is absolutely perfect as a man could possibly achieve, 
who's able to offer salvation because he lives never to die again. I mean, this is what Christmas is about. Yeah. Christmas is, and it, it's Christmas is not the end of the story. It's a part <clears throat> that points to uh, the reality of the story. It's behold, good news, glad tidings of, of, of great joy for, for all people, a light to the world, to the, you know, a light to the Gentiles, a hope for Israel. And I just, I, as I was reading through that list, and as you, as, as y'all are talking about some of these other movies, I just sit there and I go, and how many of my neighbors, how many of my friends, how many of the person down the street that you, that you've never really talked to and you don't know their story circa Scrooge home alone, how many, how many people and they may not realize this is the question their soul's asking. So I'm not just saying that you're going to walk up and it's, it's going to be an Ethiopian eunuch. Hey, I'm reading Isaiah 53. <laughs> Would you tell me what it means? Yeah. It's not going to always be that. But how many people in our world is that not the question that as they come to Christmas, what is this all really about? Yeah. What is this all really about? Who can tell me what is this really about? That used to be a really actually interesting evangelistic tool overseas in Japan. Really? Yeah, because Christmas was just starting to catch on like culturally in Japan about the 80s. And so people didn't really have any idea what it was about at all. And so when you're inviting them to a big Christmas event, it's like, hey, this is what Christmas actually is. It was eye-opening for many people. Wow. You know, they, they might see some symbolism, know a few things, but they wouldn't know anything at all about it. So it was a huge evangelistic outreach to have a big Christmas deal. I remember my dad would do this deal. He'd memorize um, like, like some kind of speech he'd wrote being dressed up like, uh, uh the, the priest, um, Zacharias, Zacharias. Yeah. And he would do this whole monologue and talking yeah. about the Messiah and, and, and holding baby Jesus. And, and, um, it's just really, it was really, really cool. I'm like, I was always amazed. You can memorize that much. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I can never do that. Um, but yeah, and you think about the Christmas tree in Charlie Brown. What do you think that represents? What do you guys think? Like, I think it has a couple layers, but I, I don't know that I've seen it. Because like the, the they go to the Christmas tree to buy one. Out. There's all kinds of flashy, big, you know, they, they're trying to find a Christmas tree, right? And it, it's all these flashy ones, yeah. big ones, small ones, metal ones, fake ones. And and then he finds this little scraggly, basically a branch on like a piece of wood. Yeah. And he chooses that one. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you like, what do you think that tree represents? Like, what do you think they're trying to communicate through that? I think that that represents just the the way that Christ came yeah. very, un- very unassuming and, and humble. Um, not what everyone expected. It's like know, the like, last crusade, choose the, uh, the correct, um, yeah. <laughs> the, the chalice poorly. You have chosen poorly. <laughs> but I think that Christmas tree too, it's one, it's one that everybody rejected. Yeah. yeah. Which is also true of Christ. Christ. That's came a poor, great comparison. Christ, and, and you know, what's something about Christ's birth is interesting. I don't know. I don't know that, many struggle with Christ's birth. What a humble guy. What, Oh, look at, you know, you can, but what about Christ's life? Mm. That one who was born was rejected. Mm-hmm. It's true. And he's the, he's the cornerstone that was rejected. He's so just like that tree was rejected. He was rejected. Just like that tree was not, you know, there's a, ah, y'all probably know it. Y'all, y'all ever heard of the kids book? Like, I think it's like the three trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The three familiar. trees case. It's this, it's this great book. It, um, it, it tells the story of these three trees that, that, that grow side by side on this hill. Mm. And eventually, you know, they grow strong, they grow mighty, they grow tall. And then again, this is a kid's book. And then one day they, they all three get chopped down 
and the story of what happens with them and, and how, you know, one of them gets, gets built and shaped into this, this manger and it has a purpose in this, this thing. The other one gets built and shaped into this boat that carries a great teacher. And then this other one, why they get glorious purposes, this other one gets taken and just in, is just embarrassed and enshamed and in agony. It gets shaped into a cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, obviously, the story is these three trees were, were parts of Christ's life Interesting. as he goes to the cross. And the one on the cross is actually the most glorious, you know, of all the yeah. trees was the one who had the most glorious spot of all because that's where the price of sin was paid. Um, but it bears that idea. I think the scraggliness of that tree. Uh, there's just a, there's a lot of illusion there. Yes. I want to get I want to get that book for our kids. It's, like it's we have a couple a really good ones. Good one. one of the ones that we read recently is is called Santa's Prayer, and the premise is that Santa goes into church and two kids overhear him praying before the little manger scene, and Santa's concerned that the kids are really like too overly concerned with the presence on the tree and what he's going to do. Like Jesus, what do I do? And he kind of hears this response and he kind of prays through all this stuff. And the kids afterwards kind of go, wow, okay, that's what Christmas is really about. Yeah. Appreciating, you know, some things about Santa, but recognizing the true place of Christmas. That's good. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, it's really, it's really real, well done. It's like that we have that ornament where like Santa's kneeling at the manger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of our kids asked us recently, which came first, Santa or Jesus? Like, was yeah, Santa was Santa around too. when Jesus was born? <laughs> We're like, uh, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, Wes, when you, you you brought that movie up, I mean, of all the of all the Christmas movies, um, and you walk away, they're they're fun to watch, they're fun yeah. to to watch with your family, but you you always walk away feeling uh, empty is probably not the right word, but it's just it's kind of an incomplete picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, with Charlie yeah. Brown and a movie like maybe The Star, you you walk away feeling like you know that's that's really what it's about. And they're it not is, even airing it on TV this year, I think, for the first time. Yeah, are they not? Maybe there was the Thanksgiving one yeah. I heard about. But you just, you know, all these other things, they're, they're elements of the gospel and elements yeah. of, of belief. and Vague you know, shadows. Can, you know, Christmas is about family or Christmas is about just having the joy and the spirit. But what, where does all that come from? Like, where, yeah. how, how is that connected? And we know that Christmas is all about Christ. And, you know, that's, that's why when you watch that, you just, there's something that's, that's special about that. And again, it's not about the show. It's about the message, True. but there's just something that's that. Well, and there's something, there's something too about hearing the simplicity of a child read yeah. the Christmas story. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, a child's willingness <clears throat> to, to recognize, to believe, to, to follow those things. There's something about, it was even, it was even something as I was sitting, listening to our, our choir and orchestra um, lead us in, in worship with what they were with the Christmas concert Sunday. And I, you know, and I, I had, what I had kind of prayed about and prepared and, and thought through and, and you know, this idea that the shepherds went and found Jesus and they told people likely there and afterwards and people, it says marveled and Mary pondered and, but the shepherds actually went and worshiped and mm-hmm. they went and found and they worshiped. And I just, I try to just draw the illusion. Y'all were there to, to yeah. those listening. Hey, when you've heard the Christmas story, like how many times do you marvel at it? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, you're touched by it, but have you actually found have actually found the savior. Have you actually, because, but as I was thinking about it too, I, I just was like, you know, it's true. I hadn't thought through how many different aspects of, and, and I don't, and I'm not saying this from a standpoint, I've, I haven't researched what all the ties are. So don't, don't say, but so I'm just, I'm strictly just, this is just me sitting in our church, making an observation about Christmas decor. We get wrapped up in gifts, presents. Mm-hmm. We get wrapped up in 
the tree, the lights. We get wrapped up in the wreaths. Um, you get wrapped up in the celebrations, the feasts. You get wrapped up in family, drama or not drama. You get wrapped <laughs> up in these things, yet we miss the greatest gift of all, the light of the world who died on the cross, the tree, who hung on a tree and by whose stripes we are healed, who who in his, what he accomplished in his death and resurrection creates a new family, mm. his family, who is awaiting to have a feast upon his return. And for those of us in his family, saved by grace through faith, what do we receive? A victor's wreath. I mean, there's so many, again, I don't, 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 don't mistake me. I'm not trying to say all those things are what, but it's just as I was sitting there thinking about this idea that how many times do we marvel at the tapestries of Christmas or how many times even do we, oh man, the Christmas story, oh, it's, that's so good versus man, come and find, come and find the savior, come and find, yeah. just like the word says, come and find and be transformed supernaturally by responding to Christ. And, and as one who's responded to Christ as a Christian, continue to submit to that transformation in your life, come and find the the peace, the joy, the hope, just as it's been promised, just as it's been told, come and find. Come and find all of the, yet we get, we get, we just marvel at the tapestries. Yeah. And because we don't come and find, I think it is part of why we don't um, walk away in worship. Well, you think about, you know, kind of was briefly mentioned the Grinch, right? Yeah. I mean, in the Jim Carrey one, you have that girl saying, where are you Christmas? Like I see all this stuff, all this is what is Christmas really even about? Like, where is the heart of it? And well, the heart of it was the Grinch in the original cartoons. Like his, his heart grew, what 10 times bigger than it was before. Like his heart was literally transformed and changed. And that's the Christmas story has to offer is that your heart, your, the seed of your desires can be transformed because of what Christ did, because he chose to become Emmanuel and dwell with us and come here and live a life and prove to us that he loved us. You know, he didn't, I mean, he actually lived in our shoes in the ways yeah. worse. all the awful things we have to go through, he went through and then, then some. Um, and so it's just, it's very powerful to think about. You know, we just mentioned the Grinch, but we got one more. We're talking about the, yeah, the I, Christmas I, I story. Over to, I'm going to segue to a Christmas story, story. movie, and we'll end here. <laughs> there's some. There's some. Y'all are going to have to drive this one because, like I said last episode, you, I've never seen it. Well, it, it feels weird to talk about because we kind of really talk about some super deep stuff. But there's some things in there that I think are very poignant. You know, Matt, what does this kid want the entire movie in the Christmas story? Uh, yeah, like Red Rider BB gun. He wants this like Red Rider BB gun the entire time. Like everything, like he obsesses about this entire movie. And like, does anyone warn him? Like, hey, you shouldn't have. Oh, yeah, you'll all throughout the movie, the whole movie, everyone's like, yeah, you don't want that. You'll shoot yeah. your eye out. All this kind of stuff. And despite all the advice given to him, he wants the BB gun, right? And then, like, what ha does he get at Christmas morning? He gets a Christmas morning, and he doesn't shoot his eye out, but he <laughs> uh, he breaks his glasses as he's shooting and uh yeah he pretty he pretty much shoots his eye like everything <laughs> everyone warned him would happen actually happened sorry to ruin the movie for but it, it actually happens and we think how many times have we wanted something so badly and made it an idol in our heart and think i yeah. want this and you, why is people in your life say no they're more 
important things. This will hurt you. This will damage you. you Despite all the wisdom and warnings we're giving, either in Scripture or by people who love us and care for us in our life, we still press forward to seek after it. And it ends up, you know, that being true, you know? Yeah. And it's it's, uh, it's kind of, you know, we don't want to be, like just killjoys or don't, you know, don't ask for fun things at Christmas or whatever. You know, nothing, you know, everything fun has a small amount of risk to it. Right. To some extent. Yeah. You know, the question is, is this God's best for you? Well, think of, yeah. And think about when you're growing up, I mean, you wanted that thing or those things for Christmas. And then a couple of years later, you're looking for how to get rid of them, you know, yeah. cause you've grown, <laughs> you've grown out of them. I mean, nothing, nothing truly satisfies. Yeah. Yeah. outside of Christ. And, I'm, and, um, and we all think of our kids and things they've asked for. You know, yeah. it's like, I remember like last Christmas, my son Clayson just had to have this Spider-Man base, Spider-Man and Friends base. He just was just, that was the coolest thing ever. He wanted it. Santa brought it for him. Now it's and he, he played for it for about five and a half seconds. And it was like, <laughs> what do I do with it? You know, like there's, there's no instructions to build anything. It's just role play. And that's not what, even what he does. Yeah. Yeah, and, and for adults, you know the 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 things that we want, and there's there's probably things that we I'd like to have this, but I mean, Star ultimately, Wars action figures. Yeah, Matt. ultimately, <laughs> the thing that we want, um, you know, we we want what only Christ can give. You yeah, know, we want joy and peace. Um, you know, we want we want to be content with what we have, and and um, you know, that's yeah. As you get older, you just see Christmas differently. You know, yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. Because you realize that nothing, nothing truly fills that that hole or that need like Christ can, and um, but it's a lot really of, is what Christmas is all about, no doubt. And yep. it's fun as you think about the ultimate gift. I think the older we get, the more we take pleasure in joy seeing our kids open things, mm-hmm. you know, just seeing their joy in Christmas morning, and I guess quasi vicariously living through that, you know, just seeing. Oh, and it bring it brings a great point too when Jesus tells you to keep on asking, keep on knocking, keep on seeking. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and says, if you being evil, know how to give your kids good gifts. <laughs> yeah. How much more your heavenly father, who's perfect delight to give the spirit to those who ask. That's perfect. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, you think about the joy any of us have, even as believers, obviously we've been, we've been redeemed. We're no longer broken. We're whole, but we're still in the process of sanctification. It is a blast. I, mean, I could spend so much stinking money on Jesse. It's a blast. Yeah. She, of course, she didn't even care. She's like, let me see that box. I'll play with that hey, box. Hey, Jesse, let me buy you another Lego. Uh, I know it says for five or seven plus, but it's just a suggestion. No, she plays with them. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Uh, uh, she's got the, I got her, we got the, we had the little Winnie the Pooh wet Legos sitting in her room for forever. Awesome. This is fun. Well, now she's like, no, let me see that. And she plays with it. And puts That's great. Crazy. Anyways, um, but if I know that, how much more, and how does that change as I, as a believer, when I approach the Lord, hey, Lord, I need wisdom. Mm-hmm. I need guidance on how to handle the situation. I need words on how to talk to this person. Would you open up doors? And um, if you being if you being broken, you being human fathers know how to give, give gifts, how much more your heavenly father, and vice versa, the delight that we feel when we give our kid a good gift, how much more the delight of the father he delights to give good gifts. Yep. So, man, let's make his joy complete by rejoicing in the gifts he gives. Sure. Even when they're hard. No doubt. And to quote the um, the illustrious and the super, super duper amazing writer, Chris Tomlin, he's a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. 
Although he didn't write that song. He probably didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Did he really not write that one? I don't think he wrote it. But he he did go to church with me when he was in college and I was a kid. And he did make a lot of money off of that song. Well done. But it's true, regardless of our, you know, me being a little satirical or whatever, um, sarcastic. But he is a good father. He is a good father. That's good. It's a good way to end this podcast episode episode thank you for tuning in to our continued list of ways to find jesus and truth in christmas movies hopefully your eyes will be open to the truth that he wants to send you and to communicate to you during the season hope you have a great time with your family have a wonderful christmas yes a wonderful christmas and a a wonderful life and uh, have a write your own christmas story i guess that's fitting but sounds kind of morbid so (laughs) (laughs) no uh, we wish you a very merry christmas and safe travels and uh, maybe a joyous season where you see the lord clearly and uh truly um know the answer to charlie brown's question what is all this about let's not just know the answer and marvel at it but let's uh let's find the answer and and worship him and don't hesitate to ever message us or call us. If you Absolutely. want to go further in that conversation, please contact us. We'd love to have the conversation with be you. Be our joy. Be For our sure. joy. All right. Well, be sure to catch us on Facebook, YouTube, all the places. Listen to it all on. platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. give us a like, subscribe, leave a gonna, kind review. That's right. And we're going to see you in 2023. 2023. That is a real thing. This is the last one for 2022. Last podcast episode, 2022. So next time we see it, also have a happy New Year's. That's right. That's right. Y'all have a great New Year and Christmas. Bye. See ya. Bye.